Welcome to episode three of the Family Travel Australia podcast, where Paul and Katie from the Feel Good Family join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places, and cultures. Thanks for joining us. This is going to be a very full episode, I think. Well, we're talking about, we're picking up where we left off last week, talking about now choosing our four-wheel drive and Mm. also attending all of the expos and the research, the endless amount of hours of research that you did online looking for the best towing vehicle, looking for the best van to suit our needs. And that's a good point. Uh, As you would know, researching any product or or item or program online is that there's some really great stuff and there's some really not so good stuff out there. And so it's actually trawling through all of that and getting some some honest feedback from people who were driving these vehicles, um, who had road tested them. It was a little bit of a challenge, but then actually going and, you know, we we got down to a short list. We went and did our own test drives, and we were very fortunate to have had a previous relationship with Toyota Skyfleet, and so that helped make that decision for our four-wheel drive probably the easiest out of everything we we were making decisions on, and we've ended up in this absolutely beautiful Hilux, or as uh, Jasper has named, Hilikes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going with that. Uh, the caravan, on the other hand, that was a whole nother challenge. Uh, we actually looked at hundreds of different caravans. Well, I think, I don't know whether this is just because we were absolutely new to caravanning. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even camped together, so we're as new as it gets. But super green. Personally, I was I was shocked and overwhelmed at the number of different caravan, not only makes and models, but brands available on the market. I mean, mm. we went to the awesome, it was fantastic. We spent a couple of days at the caravan and camping super show in Brisbane. And yeah, we actually decided at the showgrounds. to overnight in Brisbane so that we could maximise the amount of time there. We looked at their online program and realised pretty quickly that a day probably wasn't going to suffice. There are, there are thousands, thousands and thousands of of different products associated with caravanning, but then the caravans themselves, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as simple as saying, okay, we know we need a, a family van with bunks because there are literally hundreds of different makes and models. So I was really overwhelmed by that. I was, I mean, it was so exciting to go to the super show and Jasper absolutely loved it. You guys can imagine he was in every Peaking. single van, yeah. on the beds, climbing the ladders, in the bathrooms. He was cooking up a storm in the kitchens. <laughs> he absolutely loved it. But what I found happened across the space of the day was that they all started to look the same to me and I couldn't remember the features from the first caravan that we looked at to the last caravan that we looked at and it True. became really overwhelming. And I think the fact that we stayed overnight in Brisbane gave us an opportunity to um, put Jasper to bed and then download a little bit of what had happened during the day 
talk about, you know, what did you like, what stood out for you, that what do we need. That did help to actually narrow it down. And we also had our, um, our little GoPro with us as well which yes. was good. and so, good for remembering, you know, oh, I really like that feature but I can't remember what make it was on. So it was good to have some video footage to refer back to mm. um, and it really, it definitely helped us shortlist even more. I mean, to be fair, Paul, you had done a lot of online research prior to us actually going and, and physically visiting the vans at that super show. So we already had, I suppose, somewhat of a, of a long list and then we were able to shortlist after physically seeing the vans and the layouts and the quality of the vans, the interior, the exterior, really right. nailing or, or drilling down on what our requirements were, what we would, you know, negotiate on, what we were definite about. I mean, I know for me the bathroom was a big one for me and I was definite about not having the combination toilet and shower bathroom. Um, I think with kids and just having that little bit of extra space to have a separate shower and toilet area when it comes to bath times mm -hmm. and getting everybody, you know, in and out. Um, for me, that was one thing that I wasn't really prepared to negotiate on. But then there were other things that I was like, you know what? Yep, that's fine. I'm, I'm happy not to have that or, or, or go a, a different way. So I think it helped drill down on what we felt like we wanted in a van. And well, it did, didn't it? It worked. Yeah. I mean, because we're sitting in a caravan. Absolutely. The interesting <laughs> part of it is the the sales part of it, I guess. And it's, you know, I mean, fortunate, unfortunate, uh, whichever way you look at it, it's part of the business, isn't it? Everyone's got the best van, the best layout, the best design, the best quality product, the best manufacturing, the best, you know, and um, we felt that there was definitely a – a, a separation between some of the quality of what we were looking at, even as novices. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to your point, I mean, that's life though, really. It's whether sure. you're buying a car, a couch or, you know, a new bike for your three-year-old's birthday. Mm. <sighs> it is part of, of the the retail the pitch, industry. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I think probably being such novices we weren't really prepared for that at the super show that that is the whole point of the show right that's why they're there they're there to sell their vans they have their show specials and I don't think either of us had really taken no, that into I, consideration I thought it was going to be you know like walking through a, a set of like a showroom yeah exactly yeah uh but one thing that is quite incredible um across the board is the advancements in their production and uh, also some of the, the design elements in caravans. So over the last 30 years, you know, they've been quite similar, but potentially in the last five years uh, there has been this massive improvement in uh, some of the designs, some of the manufacturing and also some of the products that are used that are now being taken from other industries and um, and some of the, yeah, the technicality of it uh, from a safety point of view has improved amazingly. The weight 
of the vehicles mm. has certainly improved amazingly, not only from their products, but then the durability of those products. So that was very interesting to hear about those things. Mm. And also the the interiors, again, I don't know whether this is just a female thing, but you know, the the thought of living full-time in a caravan, I didn't want to feel like we were camping and I don't have anything against camping, even though we sure. we sure, have yeah. not really camped. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sounding like a princess. I just wanted to make sure that we felt like we had a home still. It is um, two years and, that, yeah. uh, you know, that, that's, that is a, a fair point. We, we knew that it was going to be... Very different to it being a holiday. It is a lifestyle, but it, it is our home. It's our home on wheels for two years, and so we wanted to make sure that it it had those comforts, that it felt like home, but also that it that it looked like a home that we would live in as well. So I think we were super fortunate to to settle on the the van that we did, and I mean we love her. Right, we do. As picking up our vehicles was probably hands down the most exciting time of this whole experience. Oh, so oh. surreal, though. Yeah, uh, you know, and particularly for Jasper, I think yeah. uh, when we picked up our caravan from from Apollo, our Coromel caravan, uh, Jasper got out. We already had this discussion about he'd seen pictures. He'd actually seen it at the Super Show, but he had that. Um, decision and discussion around what we were going to name it. And we, we decided as a family we would put it to a vote. Um, we didn't actually get to vote, did we? No. <laughs> Our vote didn't count. No. Anybody Just- with a three-year-old will easily <laughs> re- relate. No, we have a boss baby. Yeah, and so he had said its, it's name is Orange. And we said, oh, that's that's really good. Maybe we can we'll work on that. You know, we can workshop it a bit. And look, to be fair, if you haven't seen a picture of our our caravan, um, you can jump on our, our social sites. We've got plenty of pics up there of orange, but she is orange. She has some orange and black painted on her sides. So we got to our handover day, our collection day, and the first thing Jasper yelled out when he hopped out of the car was, orange! Mm-hmm. And so then we started explaining this story to to the team there at Apollo and Coromel, and they handed over us a gift bag as new owners of our van and they were a series of towels that were orange and had written on them embroidered living orange. Yeah, so we kind of knew then and there that the name was Orange and we weren't getting around changing it, but we also thought that that was serendipitous and perfect. Yeah, it's and it is and it is per- perfect, isn't it? It mm-hmm. certainly feels right now. So there you go. So we, we've got Orange, our caravan, our home, and we absolutely and love it. And she's a she. She is a she, and that was also decided by Jasper. <laughs> yeah, I think he's right. I think it's a good decision. Yeah, but we absolutely love it, and... Um, we we should put up all of the the specific details of the van, the the model, because there are plenty of um, new Coromel yeah. um, vans available now. But we will put up the details of of our van. Sure, we can a, include those details in our show notes. Awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a, a family van, and we do have the three bunks, which Jasper just quietly thinks is amazing that he's got three beds in his bedroom. Um, But uh, we went with that, A, because 
it was available for us to meet um, our timeframes of, mm-hmm. of, you know, we spoke about pulling our, our leave date forward by 12 months. So this fam was available for us. And yeah, it was already made, which was great. It was. We didn't have to wait for, for the build and, and we loved it. And it also gives us, uh, I guess, some extra space. We are full-time in the van for two years. So we wanted to make sure that we had enough space for those moments where potentially Paul or I may just need a minute out. So we thought we could, we're looking at converting one of the, one of the bunks, the top bunk into just a bit of a, I guess, escape space. If Paul or I want to sneak away for half an hour to an hour, read a book, listen to a podcast, Mm -hmm. or just, you know, just Zone out. Zone out somewhere that's out of the, I guess, the actual living space, which, as you know, in a caravan, the main bed is pretty much in the the main living space. So we thought we could make use of one of those bunks. Yeah, I think it's also was having it inside was a good idea because the active spaces are around the kitchen and the, the dining sort of setting area where we're recording this podcast. But then really the main living area is immediately outside under the um the the awning awning. yeah so having that space inside was a was a good the right choice for us Mm. anyway we'll see if that plan comes to fruition (laughs) and whether we actually do get those moments to ourselves (laughs) stay tuned for that one another really um exciting but educational part of this experience was learning how to tow now it's not something that's a requirement, um, although after having gone and it actually yeah, done our towing <laughs> tuition course with mm-hmm. Wayne, uh, it should be. It should be part, it should be part of your licence, um, you know, and add on to your licence to learn how to tow a caravan. Well, I mean, the, the team at Apollo were the ones who actually first planted that seed for us and, and even prior to us picking the caravan up in our discussions with them suggested that we should look into doing a towing course. And as Paul said, it it absolutely was one of the best things that we have done so far and we'll add those details for the towing course that we actually did mm-hmm. um it was through wayne mcleod yep at caravan towing tuition and he services southeast queensland which is great and just as a note he is quite booked up so uh yeah if you're thinking about doing it and you've got a time frame in mind make sure you, you give him a call um at, yeah Yeah, absolutely. And I have to say, I was, (laughs) I'm being really honest now, I was really, really scared about it. Mm. I put on my brave face, but I, I have never towed anything uh, from, you know, a little box trailer to, to a 22 foot caravan. So I was really nervous about it. And probably, um, I guess a bit in denial too, about the fact that I was at some point going to have to tow the caravan Mm. i think for safety paul will probably always be doing 90 percent of the driving but i need to know if if anything happens or if we're in a situation where i need to be driving because paul can't or he may not be with us or for whatever reason i mean it's much safer for us to both be confident in towing the van so and isn't that cool when you're challenged with a new learning a new skill to take on uh it, it it's a fantastic feeling when you actually get to the other end and you, you it's 
Definitely. I mean, I, I there were lots of high I, fives. Wasn't there, there? Well, there were lots of high fives, and I have to say, Wayne's course was awesome. He made it fun. He is so lovely. I, I, it became a little bit competitive between Paul and I because we were like, right, <laughs> okay, did. who can do this maneuver the best? But on the way there that morning, I felt sick. I felt so sick. I was so nervous and I was also a little bit worried about, you know, why do we do that to ourselves? But I was worried about, oh, what if I do it wrong? What if I can't do it? So I had all of that going on inside of me, but Wayne was excellent and what he taught us yeah, look, it's simple stuff, isn't it? But, but if like, you don't know it, you don't know it. No, exactly. And it's, it's like anything, a series of steps, repeat those, do them the same way, get the same results. And that was probably the, the part of the whole training that stood out to me was that they were simple steps and that anyone could do those mm-hmm. with the right instructor and yeah. the right instruction. So we'll put all of Wayne's details in our show notes. And even if you've been towing a caravan for, for a number of years or you're totally new, the skills and the tools that Wayne provides in what we did was a half-day mm. course, there is a full-day course, mm-hmm. uh, is priceless and do it. I think everyone should do it. Oh, definitely. And I have to say I feel like our marriage is probably um, a little bit more solid now knowing that we have those tools and also the <laughs> communication skills when it comes to backing the van in at caravan parks and sure. sites. Um, gosh, you guys know, you. I think, Everybody who is a caravanner would know what it's like when you see new people coming into the caravan park and you certainly don't want to feel stressed in those moments because they are moments of safety and they are moments where working together is obviously going to have yeah, a better result. So That is key. Thank you, Wayne, yes, for thank your you, expertise. Wayne. We also we actually videoed our experience, so we'll put a link to that particular video as well. And now all we need to do is just practice the manoeuvres. Practice, right. practice, 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 practice. Which is a good segue into us hitting the road because we <laughs> because we did <laughs> we did we we hit the road. We left the Gold Coast. Um, we were actually bunking at my parents' house for our very first week. Mm-hmm. Bit of a safety net there, and then we decided to head about two hours up the road to the Sunshine Coast to spend the next week. Uh, in proximity to Katie's family. And before we arrived at uh, the Rivershore Resort. Rivershore Resort, yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful Ingenia Resort. Talk about picking uh, an amazing first. Yeah, it's set the bar. It's definitely set <laughs> it, the bar. It is. It's, I think it's won awards. It is a remarkable park. Anyway, um, we decided that we didn't want the pressure of showing up to this van park for the first time and making a mistake, being embarrassed, running over somebody's annex or whatever, dog or something. Or so, having an argument. Yes, yeah, <laughs> in front of everyone. <laughs> so we found about literally a kilometre from the park a massive sports field with all of this parking that was empty because mm-hmm. it was Father's Day. It was Sunday the 1st of September. And so we drove in there and for about an hour and 15, hour and 20, <laughs> we took it in turns basically reversing the caravan in on the right, in on the left, mm-hmm. going around. Putting all of those skills that Wayne had embedded in us to the yeah. test. Yeah, we and we got those little 
bickering moments out of our system, didn't we? We had a little bit of a... Um, anyway, we we drove over to Rivershaw. We were met there by Shane, I think it was, on his... Yeah, on he's his, the manager there. Yeah, on his bike, and he said, follow me. And he took us around through the park, and we literally drive straight into this part, <laughs> this site, yep. number, number 23, I think it was. Yeah, no reversing required. No, and I was like, wow. I said to him, you could have maybe took me around and made me. <laughs> made it a bit harder. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, in fact, he stood. I, I did have to reverse. I drove st- straight forward and then reversed straight back. And he stood at the window and he said, a little bit on your left, a little bit on your right, a little bit on your. <laughs> and I was just like, mate, we've got to take you with us <laughs> on this, this trip. That would make it a lot easier. <laughs> anyway, needless to say, we 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 certainly didn't uh, cause any problems or, or have an argument. And it was. It was good though, wasn't it? It was, although it's probably given us a false sense of security now because I'm sure that there are going to be plenty of interesting reversing and parking situations Mm. over the next few years. Yes. You know, something that I loved that set in immediately, we unhitched which, I don't know, took us 45 minutes or something, you know, and then took us probably another 20 minutes to remember how you get the the awning out. And um, fortunately, I'd filmed that as well, so I was able to well, pull it up. Well, that's actually a great point. You filmed our entire two-hour handover that we had when we collected the van from Apollo, and I have to say thank God that you did because we have referred to that video footage oh, a for, number of times. We have for the fridge. So many things. Yeah, hitching, unhitching, so it's a, the awning. It's a great idea to, you know, if you are picking up a, mm-hmm. a new van or if you're even picking up a second-hand van, just film the handover. We might make a series of, of those little videos. It's a great idea. Yeah. Anyway, so back to um, Rivershaw Van Park Caravan Resort. So we're there and we hop out and my neighbour, new neighbour now from across the road, um, Michael yells out, Oh, mate, well, that took you a bit long, didn't it? You know, and that beautiful <laughs> Aussie banter. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. And then I met Peter next door. And then the next day, Peter showed me how he worked with his hitch. He showed me his water purifier. He uh, had a Coromel van as well. So did Michael, actually, yeah. which was, yeah, quite quite unique to have us all in. You know, we, we all refer to it as Coromel Corner, um, you know, but it was wonderful to meet new people that were incredibly friendly straight away and were offering us help. Advice and support. Care. Absolutely. And I think that's something that we're both super excited about over this next few years is really meeting all the amazing people that there are around this country and uh, building relationships and, and getting to know other people and families and, and people of every age too. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we start to head north. We head up to the Fraser Coast for some more family visits. <laughs> uh, we will eventually let go of this um, security net of family, I think. But we do get to visit that beautiful region, Tincan Bay. Mm, feeding the, the dolphins. Oh, wow, wasn't that wonderful? And also the spectacular Rainbow Beach. We'd love to connect with you on social media and our website, all the W's, dot com what? Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm leaving it in. <laughs> We'd love to connect with you on social media and our website, all the W's dot the feelgoodfamily.com.au. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. And our YouTube channel is absolutely buzzing. We've got our episodes there, our weekly episode that really covers off all of our experiences. So make sure you tune into the Feel Good Family at YouTube. If you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, please share it with everyone you know. Yes, and please subscribe. Thanks again for listening. Remember, dream big, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel-